listening to Good Guys Talk Back with your hosts, Nick Morowski and Pat Hester. Follow us on Twitter at Good Guys TV or on Facebook at Good Guys Talk Back. Good Guys Talk Back, episode 50. Uh, wow. Uh, what are we? What is happening right now? Um, this uh, podcast is being done all um, just remotely. Uh, I am uh, a hunker down in a studio speaking with one, Mister Pat Hester. Uh, Pat Hester, hello, hello, my friend. How are you? Yeah. I am uh, deep in the bowels of my house. Uh, where I Bow- you shouldn't say you shouldn't say bowels with a uh, with a <laughs> toilet paper shortage. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, that's not the right way to. That's not the right term. Okay. You're you're just in a bunker. You're I'm, in a. I'm you're deep, out in deep bunker right now. Yeah, and uh, I uh, have just settled in recently, uh, conveniently right down the street from Sox Park in Bridgeport. Uh, that my timing couldn't be better. Um, <laughs> you you and, planned it well. You know, here I am thinking, boy, this season's going to be great. I'm going to be right down the street from Sox Park. You know, I walked a game. I mean, I'm going to take advantage, and then and here we go. Things are, you know, obviously putting things in perspective. Um, you know, um, I'm I'm willing to wait. Obviously, I want to make sure everything's safe and uh, everybody's taken care of, and uh, we're uh, a long ways away from I think baseball, and we're also so like it feels like light years away from our last episode in 49 and what we were talking about with the Sox. Yeah. I mean, uh, we talked about this the other day is, is it's only taken us 27 hours to figure out how to do this remotely. So, <laughs> um, but we did. We we're did not the speak, smartest people. We did speak briefly and we recorded last time with a, a skip on our step. It was about yeah. a, a 60 degree day in Chicago. You were excited about your move. We had all kinds of great things, and, and we left yeah. it, I believe, by saying, you know, should we should we talk, uh, should we continue to talk Astros, uh, or should we hold off? And I said, let's hold off till next week because the, the the Boston news is probably coming next. The only thing right. that can stop a cheating scandal is is a is a virus outbreak. Yeah, and uh, you know, you you took the lead on this um, episode fifty outline, which is outstanding, and and I'm looking at it uh, right now uh, where we were. Uh, a cuff, like three weeks ago with, uh, you know, the new promotional items and uh, to the 26th man and, and Mercedes and the, and the Mancata deal and uh, the, the appearance and the reemergence of uh, Kopech and his very brief but powerful uh, inning of work. And, and then you, you put in the coronavirus at the top of the outline as a, is this going to impact opening day? And we know now, uh, it's not only impacting opening day, it's impacting the entire season and every major sporting event uh, is completely on shutdown. And, and rightfully so, Nick, obviously, you know, the, it's, it's uh, a lot of people have their opinions about the, the severity of, of what's going on and what we should and shouldn't do. And the media is out there telling us, you know, uh, spreading hysteria, but, you know, when you've got when you've got people coming down with it and it can affect other people in a worse way than you, the leagues have done uh, the best thing. I think I commend the NBA for not only you know, being the first to put a halt to anything, really, but stopping in the middle of a game. I mean, 
that's to me that 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 shows some foresight. Good good for the NBA. Good good for uh, the owners and and the commissioner uh, mm. of the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, I feel like NBA was the, was kind of the first, and then you you heard that that was shut down, and then uh, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, and then it went NHL. And then uh, Major League Baseball, I could get the order wrong. It yeah, really doesn't I, matter. I mean, I know spring training got shut down. And then there was, you know, uh, talk of uh, opening day being pushed back uh, two weeks. And, well, and now we're in, uh, what, uh, middle of May, end of May. Yeah. And that's if just restarting spring training. There might really not be baseball until what flag day uh 4th of july you do maybe. love your flag day you're the only person <laughs> i've ever met in my life that <laughs> continually brings up flag day so god bless you for that sir well i mean not only uh, am i a fan of the stars and the stripes uh, nationally <laughs> but the chicago flag is, is the greatest city flag uh, there you go and uh so you got it but um you know let, let me okay so let me slow down a second before we get into everything because there's folks you know we haven't put out a podcast in the last three weeks or so, it, it, understandably, because of all the situations. Um, folks, if you're just, you know, you, you have, you're, you're on lockdown and, and you're looking through podcasts, socks, podcasts, something to listen to. Thank you for, for finding us. Thank you, folks, for uh, who have been with us since day one, episode one, back in the fall of 2018. Uh, here we are, uh, March 18th, 2020, and we're celebrating episode 50. Uh, amongst everything that's happening in the world. Uh, if it sounds a little goofy, uh, I, I'm uh, on my phone through the Anchor app uh, in, in my home, and, and Pat, my co-host, uh, is in his home, and we're, we're, we're talking over the phone recording this. So if it sounds a little funny and a little echoey, bear with us. Uh, we're doing this, uh, but we're still doing it, you know, and, and that's what I love. Uh, we figured out how to, how to get this uh, conversation, the socks chatter, uh, ongoing despite everything. So we appreciate uh, you giving this a listen. Uh, we are good guys talk back everything Chicago White Sox. I am, of course, of Nick Morawski and, and Pat Hester is, is with me. And so uh, what have you heard about, you know, maybe a, a start time for baseball? Um, you know, if everything, you know, starts evening out and, and, and you know, we're able to to control this virus and nobody knows anything. I, I say control, but I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I yeah. just am praying and hoping that things do even out. Everybody, um, you know, gets the treatment that they need. You know, we, we stop the spread of this life gets back to normal. Um, what are you, what are you hearing? Maybe. Well, about it's it, the interesting part, Nick is, you know, I'm hearing like Memorial day, but I don't know if that means, back to spring training because you can't start a season now with these guys not being able to haven't thrown in in several weeks i'm sure they're throwing but you know they got they were just getting ramped up for live action we we're going to talk a little bit i'm sure still about popek and his one yeah inning. i yeah. mean that was his first inning of competitive uh baseball in in what two years right so you right. can't expect a guy that's taken this long to come back to all of a sudden all right strap it on guys we're getting ready to start yeah. the season so I, I'm hearing Memorial Day, but I don't know if that means, uh, like I said, start a spring training again, if they're going to take a week, a two weeks, if, if they're just going to 
uh, new workouts here or in their yeah. own cities. I mean, I don't know why you'd go back to Arizona. I mean, the weather, I hope, should be decent by middle to end of May. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, we all have lived here long enough to know that you never know. So I don't know. I I, I would think if if I were a betting man, which I'm not, uh, I would say <laughs> – well, well, I do occasionally. I'm not very good at it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I would say you're looking at June 1st as yeah. as a good target. You get the season started somewhere, you know, two weeks or this, the last two weeks of May to get everybody kind of up and going again. I don't know if they play, you know, spring training games again. I doubt it. I, I would imagine everybody's would just, you know, simulated games or whatever they have to do yeah, uh, yeah. to get going. But I'm thinking yeah. June to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, I, I'm thinking June as well. Uh, difficult to really put a, a date on anything. You know, you're, you're looking, you try to look at some countries that um, have gone through this before us and where they're at with the bell curve, so to speak. And I honestly, I, I think it's going to get a little worse before it gets better, unfortunately, uh, here in the States. And, and you hope then it, it, it plateaus and the spread stops. And then, and then how long do you wait after that to get back into, you know, it's conditioning, it's, uh, you know, it's arm strength. Um, in a way, it's like, a, you know, a rain delay, right? It's a yeah. pitcher, you know, a pitcher's going, going, going. And even if the pitcher, the starting pitcher is uh, lights out and not having any problems, well, an hour and a half rain delay forget about it. You're not going to yeah. them back out there. Uh, right. You know, and to get these pitchers back up to where they were, it's probably not going to, and they're probably doing side work if they're healthy enough to do it, you know, in, in a safe way, they're still getting their long toss in. Hopefully they're still pitching off mounds. You know, you've got guys, I'm sure still conditioning, keeping their body in tune if they can. Uh, and then cage work, perhaps. I mean, this is all speculation. It's the live pitching, right? It's the timing, um, you know, because they they logged what uh, they logged over tw- around twenty spring training games, yeah, fifteen spring training games. I mean, they had a decent they had a decent amount under their belt. Uh, put to a stop. Um, so I don't think you have to start from square one. Uh, but there is going to have to be some sort of spring training. Well, I think guys got to be working out, Nick. I don't know if you saw today. I would assume. Jake Berger put out something today, and I, I'm, I'm yeah, assuming, yeah. you know, he was his own Twitter. Um, you know, and, you know, hopefully he gets his himself. You know, if you looked at that article at all and, and what he talked about, the, the demons he's been fighting. But, um, yeah, I'd have yeah. to believe guys are, are working out, but there's there's no media there to cover it. So you don't know. You don't get video of exactly. people you know, doing whatever they're doing unless they put it on their own yeah. social. So yeah. I, I'd have to imagine they are. It just depends on if guys are, you know, <laughs> say, hey, buddy, hold this phone for me so you can record me taking BP. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, it's a, a extremely difficult uh, a situation. I, I guess my question to you was, you know, I had this as a bullet point. How would it impact opening day for you as a fan? And this is before, you know, I, when I wrote this, this was all before they had canceled anything. You have season tickets. Mm-hmm. I was on opening day. Um, yeah. Let's say that they they didn't postpone anything. Not, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not, whatever. For whatever reason. They said uh, the game, the show must go on. And uh, yeah. how would you have gone to opening day? 
Well, that's difficult, uh, difficult to answer because I feel like I know and the American, everybody knows more now than they did uh, three weeks ago when we were going to record this or, or no, a week ago, whenever we were going to record this. Um, a week ago, I was probably saying, yes, yeah. it's outdoors. You know, I, I, I don't, I mean... I, I feel like if I'm healthy enough, I'll go. And I'm assuming everybody, if they're healthy enough, yeah. will go. That's a bad assumption. Um, and probably now thinking, you know, looking at it this way right now, everything that we know and how quick this thing could spread, that would be probably an irresponsible thing. But then again, I'm still torn of, I feel like I, I, I hate, to, I, well, I don't know why I have this image of me dodging it, yeah. you know, like, like in Frogger or something. <laughs> You know, that's not how it works. You, I you know are that very my nimble. brain knows that. <laughs> I am quick. I, I am quick. But like my brain says, oh, yeah, you could probably just like, you know, but you can't. Yeah. Uh, there's no way. So I, I, it's a tough question to ask. If you said, if, if we did go on and did this, did this podcast a week ago, I would have said, yes. I think yes, I would have too. I, I think I would have uh, at that time when I put this together, because I, you know, as, I, as I'm writing it, I'm thinking, ah, this, this isn't going to be that big a deal. At, at that exactly. time, I thought it was, it was way overblown. Uh, you look at the, yeah. if you look at the symptoms of it, it's like, okay, I can handle that, but um, yeah. I can handle it. doesn't mean the person next to me can. So. Correct. Uh, um, absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, these are just, these are weird hypotheticals that we're doing right now. And in the grand scheme of things, we get it. It really means, nothing we're just a couple of socks knuckleheads talking about the what ifs and say they did a lottery you know say they pulled um 500 names and they just said 500 people are allowed in the stadium you know if they pull your name do you go do you even put your name in do you you want at this point no um you know if they're gonna resume games and they think it's in the best interest to not have fans in the stadium at any stadium, then I say that's the way we go with it. it it'll be weird. It'll be an odd watch, mm-hmm. but we'll have something to watch. So I, if, if you're yeah. giving me a choice of something to watch, uh, I'll take that every day. So you were excited for the possibility that they were going to have uh, games going on uh, without fans. I would have been. Um, I would have been. I would have been for that. I'm, I'm again, the decision that's been made, I'm, I'm for that as well. But if they had said, uh, we, we are going to move ahead with the season and just no fans. Okay. That's, that's a bummer. It's going to be a weird watch. It's, it's, it's right, unfortunate right, right. for all the, the staffs of all these, uh, of stadiums and, and venues that these people are not working and, and all that stuff. It's unfortunate, but um, yeah. I'd, I'd rather be able to watch baseball than, than not watch baseball. Yeah. I, at the beginning, when I heard those rumors, like uh, regular season games, we're going to start in Arizona uh, without fans. Uh, I, I just, again, I, we didn't know back then what we know now in just a short 10 day period, even a week period. And I was really miffed by that. I'm like, that just, just seems like an overreaction. I mean, little did I know. I would have taken that in a yeah. heartbeat to, to look like no baseball until maybe, you know, middle of June or so. Um, it, it is, you know, it is what it is, but um, you know, I, I'm wondering if you're comfortable kind of getting into the, where we were sure. as a, 
the Sox nation is a Sox fan base uh, where this team was. And it, it, it is a little, it's a little bitter to have to go down this because we were, I felt like this team was just in such a good spot that makes it even so much more sour. And you had uh, two big things that occurred uh, and then one kind of like, you know, third level tier uh, that we'll get to, but uh, you know, Kopech comes back after a year and a half, uh, you know, close to two years on the shelf of throwing off a mound and, and real game action. He comes in for an inning, which we all knew he was going to come in for an inning. And uh, I was lucky enough to be able to catch it on uh, MLB at, at bat the app. And I, you, you had to be on that app watching the game immediately when it started. Uh, Kopech got the ball first, sacks were out in the field and it was quick. Yeah. It was quick work, man. He, you know, threw 100, 101, 100. You could tell he was amped up. Some of his pitches were uh, high and outside out of the zone. Mm-hmm. He settled himself down. A, a couple guys got some uh, some good wood on the ball. And they made contact. But uh, then he dropped a couple of uh, curveballs on some guys. And I don't know how you deal with something like that after seeing 101 miles an hour uh, just about in the zone. Uh, he looked fairly sharp. I mean, he, he admitted post game, there were nerves. Um, but, uh, that's where you got a guy like Grandal, um, you know, calming people yeah. down. I, you know, it, it just was, I was so happy for the guy, uh, after waiting for this for so long. And we knew he probably wasn't going to start with the big, big league club. Uh, we were going to probably have to wait till May, um, or no, I'm sorry, maybe, you know, April, mid April, early may at the latest but um how exciting was that it was great to see i mean it was uh it, it was a a topic people wanted to talk about it's amazing people want to talk about <clears throat> basically a guy that, that threw a, a, a one inning and but he's blowing mm-hmm. people away and uh and and it's a good story and i'm interested to see now you know like you talked about the timeline where does this put him if we start in june I mean, right, do they right, right. do they need him to go and pitch against uh, live hitting in in the minors somewhere, or is this time I, I think additional yes, rehab? Unfortunately, I, you know, I th- I think they wanted him to get some more. They wanted to get some live pitching, and they were gonna, you know, he's gonna be in Charlotte for a brief. I, I, that's what I think, unless unless he was gonna stay in Arizona and just get some simulated games in. Um, I don't know. I, I think I. I feel like the Sox brass wanted to see him in just a couple games in yeah. Charlotte, no, I, just to see how, just to get, for just for him for the confidence, yeah. you know, before coming up with the with the big league yeah. club. So that that remains to be seen. But I, I mean, I would be if 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 the team and Ricky and 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 Coop they see what they need to see and whatever they're doing in Arizona right now to to continue to prepare. I mean, hell, they might say if we're starting in June. And we get two weeks of a spring training, we'll we'll continue that rehab and off we go, which would be really cool. I mean, you got to look for silver linings, I suppose, in times like these, and that would be one. Oh of them. yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. Uh, and uh, one of the one of the great aspects of uh, spring training, and, and it happened last year with uh, the, the Alloy extension, is we had another extension with another young uh, superstar with Moncada. Yeah. And uh, Yohan got the deal, and 
you know, it was another Han move to lock up talent uh, beyond their current contract. Um, I mean, I think, I don't think you're going to find anybody that uh, was anti this deal or, or if somebody else should have had this deal before Mankata. Um, you know, it, it, you, you had, you had mentioned in, uh, in the notes, um, how important was Abreu possibly in this, um, which I, I just think Abreu's, Abreu's presence goes beyond what he does on the field. And I, you know, I think maybe Abreu's guidance to Mankata, like, Hey, if this gets something offered to you uh, by the Sox, you, you might want to take it. The, 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 you know, what's happening with this club down the road, hopefully for the next five years plus, you're going to want to be yep. here. You know, uh, that's, that's immediately what I thought of. And then you saw, you know, after I thought that, you know, Jose, I think he put out a couple tweets on social uh, on Twitter about, you know, these are my, I feel like a, a proud father or something like something that, uh, right, 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 so, right. Uh, you know, yeah. that's that to me, uh, having that connection between the front office and, and these Latin players that, uh, that he can, he can kind of be that bridge and get guys to stay here and be excited about this organization um yeah. i mean that's that says a lot and that could be building blocks on on things for years to come i mean those yeah. young superstars that are looking for places to go uh might circle the white Sox because of the way that they do business and the way they take care of their people and lock them mm-hmm. up and give them the security that they that they need not everybody's going to do that people other people will hold out for every last dollar but i think guys that come from you know basically nothing and are given yeah. uh yeah. generational money they don't scoff at that right. and they appreciate it yeah yeah it shows the confidence in the socks and uh confidence uh, uh all around and and you know the the journey that Mankata's had and and i had i think i had tweeted something uh during the extension or around the date of the extension of here you got the socks giving Mankata a multi-year extension to lock him in um, you know, through 2025 and you got the Red Sox seeking a third opinion on Chris yeah. Sale's elbow. But what an interesting dynamic of those two things happening just about in the same time in the, in the major league baseball. Yeah, it is. World. It is very interesting, but you know what, when you, when you look back, hopefully, and, and general managers have said before, you don't do trades because you want to fleece the other person. You want to make trades that are beneficial to both sides. And, and what the mm-hmm. Red Sox got out of it was a pretty dominant pitcher for a, a good chunk of time that, you know, pitched the last uh, out of world series. So they got what they yeah. wanted. Out, they got what they, 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 you know, wanted out of the deal. And, and yeah. we didn't, yeah. we we're looking more future. They were looking more win. Now it, it, I think it could yeah. be a deal that ultimately, you know, if, if Mankata continues to pan out the way he is, uh, it could be a deal that they look at. It works out for both of you even though Chris Sale, you know, who knows what his elbow is going to be like. But we talked about his elbow mm-hmm. being a, a subject when he was here. I mean, we, everybody would say it's just yeah. a matter of time before that guy blows his elbow out. I feel like everybody was saying it, especially anybody that's pitched anywhere from high school on. Just like, I, I don't know how he's doing that with yeah. his elbow. Um, he's just built for it, I guess. But I guess that leads me to a to a question of, and this and I just heard today or read on ESPN that Verlander is having a groin surgery and is going to be out six weeks, 
And, you know, some of these things, you know, elbow, shoulder, I know Gio Gonzalez was dealing with some, some arm issues in spring training. Do you feel like players might be going the route of trying to get, you know, maybe potential surgeries done now that they might have held, you know, they, they might have put off? Um, I don't even know. Again, in the medical world, you know, you can't even get a, a, a you know, a teeth cleaning uh, at your dentist right now, because if it's not mandatory, they're, they're putting yeah. it on hold. You know, I know there might be certain circumstances with, you know, professional athletes, but, um, and, and still pain is pain. And, and you feel like, you know, this is something that has to happen, but you know, some of these guys that are dealing with injuries, arm injuries, this is like, okay, well, I got like two extra months yeah. here to recoup. Yeah, no, I, I could see, I could totally see, especially veteran guy like, like Verlander going, you know what? I got some time here. I might as well get this cleaned up and, and be ready to go for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who's next for an extension? I mean, when everything, when the dust settles and, you know, life hopefully gets back to, to normal and, uh, is is Giolito next for you know? For I think it could be Nick. It'll be interesting to see the way the Sox do this. Obviously, we know their history and 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 giving multi year, multi multi year contracts to pitchers. The last one we did was was basically Danks, if I'm not mistaken, for five years, and that yeah. blew up in our face. Um, so, you know, Danks, you know, yeah. it, it it sure as heck could be uh, Gio, but. Um, I think that one will take that one might that would that one might not be an early thing like we get in a spring training or or mid season. Uh, I think that'll kind of play itself out on its own. Uh, I agree. I think we still need to. I think we still need a little bit more to yeah. see from Giolito. Uh, I hate I hate to be a, a ball buster like that, but uh, very impressed with his with his year. Just unbelievable, you know. Uh, we we talked last summer over and over on this podcast about um, the, the the work and the growth of Giolito and uh, off the field on the field, but I'm still looking to see you know maybe one more year here before we start I, talking that. Uh, I, I agree, Nick, and I'll tell you what he's he's a great guy to listen in an interview. He's you know he's a yeah guy he to is. follow on social. He it is. seems like he was really. Uh, taking like a really leadership role with this pitching staff. Um, I really enjoy the guy. Seems just like a, 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 a great person. So, you know, yeah. a smart guy, a pretty um, yeah, level yeah. guy. So, you know, for, for all things considered, uh, I, I pray that he has a, a good season and, and yeah, I'd extend him. I would just, I, I, again, I'm like you, I need to see it again, prove it to me one more time. And then, uh, yeah. and, and then we can, we can talk, uh, talk shop I, I think that, that comes with the territory yeah. of pitching uh, it uh, it does give, give me another year um, now uh, okay so some of the young studs um, they were shining in spring in spring training you know just recently I think yesterday or the day before uh, Mercedes and uh, Zach Collins were optioned down to uh, Charlotte yeah. for what it's worth but boy Mercedes yeah. What I mean, a tank, a very Diane Vicino yes. build results uh, a little bit different. He might have been leading uh, the Cactus League. Uh, he was he was crushing the ball, and he was on a man. He was a man on the mission. I mean, he talked about, you know, I, I'll see you in Chicago. He was very outspoken about that. He mm. wanted to be up here. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, I couldn't see anything that he did that didn't warrant him uh, coming north with a big club, but. 
um, you know, it, it's nice to know that you've got that uh, in, in your, in your minor league system, should you have emergency and break glass or you need to bring God knows what you, what could happen or what might happen. It's nice to know you could have a little potential depth in him. Uh, you know, and yeah. just cause he's not starting yeah. the year with the big club doesn't mean he, he may not end the year with the big club. You know, there's plenty of stories out right. there. You look at it, you know, we'll go back to our, our magical year of 2005. Bobby Jenks was not our closer to start the season. So Correct. Correct. anything yeah. uh, is possible. Uh, it's unfortunate. I'm sure he was disappointed by, you know, not uh, being sent down, but um, you know, I, again, he, it's not because of what he did or how he performed. Uh, I just think, I don't think there was a spot for him quite honestly. Yeah. I think, you know, he, he was obviously vying for the 26 man with guys like Delmonico and, and Mendick and Garcia and, and, and truthfully Collins. Uh, and obviously that's not going to happen, but, you got, you know, you'd be carrying what three catchers? Yeah, which uh, which is not an uncommon thing anymore to do, but um, but sure. I think you know if you're looking at where we need depth at, I, you probably need more depth uh, at second base and then your infield as far as carrying it. I don't think you and, and I think you needed. I think you need outfielders for defensive replacements. I don't think you can hold up a mm. roster spot on a third catcher when you may be you may be taking out an Eloy in the eighth inning for defensive uh, replacements. So, yeah, if, if he keeps hitting that way, though, the, you know, sometimes you can't stop what's yeah, coming. that's true. Um, and you're just going to have to find and get creative a spot for this guy. Uh, and I'm a little concerned. I mean, talk about needing some time to, to recoup. Encarnacion, uh, towards the end there, before spring training got paused, he was having some back issues. Yeah, that's that's uh, interesting. Yeah, alarm. well, it, uh, anything with a guy his age and, and your back sure. is alarming. Sure. But um, I would say it's more an error on the side of caution. He doesn't have to play himself onto the roster. They signed him here to be their starting DH. Right. So right, he's got right, nothing yeah, he has to yeah. prove. It, in my mind, yeah. it's it's why put him out there to to reaggravate something. Let's get you ready to roll for for opening day. Yeah. Um, Vaughn uh, was a, uh, a number one draft pick, a first round draft pick by the Sox, right handed hitter out of California and uh, Golden Spikes winner. And uh, he came to play this spring yes. as well. He, uh, he, he can hit the ball. It, it, all indications are that this guy is just going to be a professional hitter. Um, he's going to be your starting first baseman soon, I, right? I would have I mean, to think the, so. He, I mean, he's going to, he, he's, Eventually, he's going to be up here with the big club, and he's going to be a big part of our future. I mean, I, I mean, I from so. everything, and I'm, I'm only me. I mean, what, what do I know? I've never scouted a, a, a person in my life. You've watched enough Sox baseball, though, for gosh, uh, you know, most of your yeah. life. You know, probably the early years when you're a kid, you're not really paying attention. But gosh, for nearly thirty years, you've been you've been close to this team watching, and you've seen enough to know. Uh, this guy can play. Well, uh, Nick, I appreciate that, but I also thought Carlos Quinton could play. So I don't. <laughs> no, you should never admit that. <laughs> and he, he thought he could play too, and he there were sparks. He also had a temper, man. He had a sale-like temper, and it caused him problems. Yes, yes, he did. But, yeah, I, I mean, Vaughn, all kinds of excited about what, what he could be in his future. And just, you know, again, there's no reason to rush him. There's not really a spot right now on the team 
uh, you know, that this could very easily be where, you know, Brayu next year goes to more of a, you know, 60% or, or, or 70% of his time as a DH and you have Vaughn filling yeah. in, uh, like, like in what, what happened when big Frank and Canerco came to the team, you know, it was, it sure. was yeah. they, they, they'd alternate. And then all of a sudden it was, Frank was uh, your everyday DH and Canerco was your first baseman. Yeah, I, I feel like Frank couldn't get rid of that first base job quick enough. Um, I don't think he had anything. He just did not want it anymore. You, uh, Abreu seems like he really wants to hold on to that first base position. I think he does. Um, but, he and he's, he's become, I think, an average defensive first baseman. But if you've got a guy, and I I, I don't know this about Vaughn. I, I would, I, I, I'm understanding that pretty much he is a first baseman. Uh, I don't know how how great defensively he is. They don't put the most defensively gifted players at first base. They just yeah. don't. You know, they, they they put the tallest dudes at first base. You know, or the guys that can rake. And they're like, we need you in the lineup. Uh, you know, we, we we don't have a DH open. Like, you know, put you at first base. I'm not saying you know either of those guys. You know, are, are all thumbs. Abreu, man, he's gotten better with the years, but. Um, you know, eventually, I think you just you just need Vaughn to give him more playing time. I agree. So, yeah, good stuff from him and and Robert. I mean, best yeah. for last. I mean, Robert is just a beast. Yeah. He is an absolute force. I mean, he has got he had opposing announcers during spring training just salivating uh, over what this guy could do in the outfield, on the base yeah. paths, and with his yeah. power. I, it it's uh, just you know, knock on wood, say a prayer tonight and, and hope that this guy stays healthy, you know? Yeah. He's the head first slides. I mean, he, he he's going to do what he wants to do and nobody's going to stop him, but, uh, you know, he's had those thumb problems, yeah. you know, with ligaments and jamming thumbs. Hopefully he's figured out somebody has whispered to him, you know, how to properly slide or protect himself. Uh, you know, I, I know what, you, you know, you're going to slide how you're going to slide, but that's just those stupid little things that could put you on the shelf. Yep. Uh, that's what I get worried about, but man, he's aggressive. He, he flies and boy, he can close a gap too out there. Well, I, and I just wrote it down in the notes, you know, Garfine said, it looks like he's been playing center field for in the majors for years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, of a like I've been saying, you know, since I've been uh, fortunate to be a part of this, this podcast, Nick is, you know, he's going to probably yeah. have to play two positions, you know, full uh, center field, half a left and half a half a right. But right, it right, sounds right, to me right. like this guy can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, you know, going back again, you know, just prefacing with uh, the, the most important thing is that people stay safe. They take care of themselves, their families, their friends, loved ones, you know, elderly, you know, take care of yourself. But let's talk in the, in the world of where the Sox were uh, as a key, as a team, as a core, before things got put on a pause, it's a hell of a team, hell of a chemistry. And that's why a little bit of you, a lot of bit of, of you as a fan are just saying, yeah. of all the times it's 1994 uh, again. Uh. And, uh, and here we go. But, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's like, Hey, just uh, let's just, they're young. You know, it's not like this is an old team that, you know, this was their last great gas. Yeah. They're young. They're still hungry. And, 
Um, when this, when everything gets sorted out, uh, this team is still, you know, in my, in my mind, this is going to be a must watch team for many, many years. I, it, they, they've got all, all the makings of being an extremely exciting team uh, in all aspects, in my opinion. Um, before, uh, just a few days before we were going to uh, broadcast last week, uh, this episode 50 here, uh, the Sox, as they tend to do uh, in the off season, announced a second wave of promotion. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, they're, they're, these are the second half summer promotions. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get to some of these. Uh, uh, the, the first half promotions, are it's a shame. I just don't think we're going to get to uh, the Mankata bobblehead, which was going to be uh, in April. That, that's not happening. The uh, Tim Anderson bat flip bobblehead, which I think was in, in May, early May. I don't think that's happening. It's a real shame because those were going to be huge, huge opportunities. Who knows what they're going to do with these promotional things from the beginning of the year. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to go to the garage sale or if they're going to try to reschedule this. Uh, but the second half, they had, um, you know, back in September, they're going to do a, a knit hat because those games in September and late September are like 45 degrees. Uh, mid-August they were going to do a 1919 jersey giveaway uh, which is pretty sleek and uh, August 8th Captain America Pauly K bobblehead now you're you're big on the Marvel stuff yeah so I mean and and you're the and you are the Paul Canerco leader fan leader of the fan club so I think yeah, you and absolutely. I have to make sure we go to this game together August 8th I mean I still think that one can be held um, yes it looked really sleek online. Uh, that's definitely going to be something that we can maybe record ahead of time and then, and then head over to the game. And then of course you've got honorary uh, Hawk stuff, hopefully happening all season long and uh, July 11th talking microphone. You got to have it. Yeah. Well, I, I just jotted down, I think there were eight of them, Nick, and I jotted down these four. Cause I thought they, to me, those they're the my, big, my yeah. favorite ones. And yeah, if I were to rank them for you, I would go uh, one, uh, Paul Canerco bobblehead two Hawk microphone night and yeah. then uh, probably three the knit hat and four the jersey okay I'd flip flop the jersey and the knit hat but the one and two I keep the same um, I got a couple of the other replica jerseys uh, and they're really nice you know you get yeah. some of those uh, you, you go to Michael's or a hobby shop or something and you get those frames where you can frame t-shirts and yeah uh, you, you they look really nice in a, in a memorabilia reasons. Uh, those are nice. Um, yeah, it's mute really um, because uh, you know we don't know what's going to happen with this season, and the, the most important thing is just to get baseball back. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Hopefully, we've got uh, some better news uh, to yeah. pass along at our next, yeah, our next recording, uh, yeah. whenever that may be. But um, you know, it, it's there's still there still should be excitement over the season. It just you know it's unfortunate that we've got to wait. Uh, you know, when you mentioned 1994, I remember you know vividly waking up every morning and turning on Sports Center and and hoping that they would yeah. tell me that yeah. the season was happening. And it was yeah. a punch in the gut yeah. every morning, because I I remember I remember the 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 World I remember being on SportsCenter the World Series preview, and this was back in spring training. It was yeah. Braves and White Sox. That was the yeah. that was their prediction, at least yeah. somebody's prediction. 
And I thought, oh, man, that would be great. Two great pitching staffs, mm-hmm. the Sox. You know, unfortunately, I lost to the Jays the year before, and Cito Gaston oh, crushed my soul. Man. I hate Cito Gaston. I've said it before, not as it personally, but I don't know what it is you, about him. I just are, is, am I wrong? You, you thought he was dead. You I thought he was, he was no deceased. longer with I don't know us who at you... one point. Now that was several years ago. We, I mentioned that too. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I haven't, know I haven't heard any new updates on Cito. Um, yeah, that was that was. Uh, yeah, that that era was tough. Um, and and you know they had some young guys on that '94 team, but there was just something after that strike. Baseball changed, and uh, yeah. I'm just hoping when it comes back. I mean, I, there could be changes. You know, you and I talked about if they put in. You know, if, man, if they could put in an 80 game season this year, that would be awesome. But, you know, does that does that change baseball in the future? Do they go down to 140 games and say, look, like we don't need to I'll start in April. Let's start June 1st yeah. or let's start May 15th. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I, I would be all for something like that. I mean, I remember. And I don't watch the NBA much anymore these days. But do you remember the the lockout yeah. season oh, yeah. of the NBA? And they came back, and I think they played like 60-something yeah. games. I mean, there was nothing better. Yeah. There was games every night. It was exciting. It was, that was a time when the Bulls were actually mm-hmm. watchable. But, uh, I mean, Well, that, that happened that with the great. Hawks in 2013 I, in that shortened season. Yeah. They won the Cup. Yeah. And uh, there was hockey going yeah. on every single night. And the Hawks were outstanding. And it was, it was, it was great. You didn't have these three-day yeah. three gaps. I mean, well, baseball, obviously, though, as I'm saying this, is, is different because they play just right, about right. every day anyway. But, um, you know, I don't know. I, I've at, uh, at almost 39 years old, I can do without an, uh, a game in April where I'm freezing yeah. my tuchus off. Yeah. So, you know, I'd be all about pushing it back to May. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll try to, you know, we'll try to put these, uh, now that we've got this, uh, this anchor remote uh, thing set up here, um, we'll try to put these out a little bit more regularly now. You know, they might not sound as, yep. uh, as crisp as you're used to, but um, I, I really enjoy uh, the content. And, man, uh, I just miss talking socks, you know. I think, and in these yep. types of conversations, I think help when we're all distanced right now. Um, you know, it's it's, yep. and, and that and that has always kept us going, right? I, I you and I were we, we remember nine eleven very vividly, and the sports and everything, mm-hmm. the world shut down um, for what ten days, and we thought that was an eternity, and then and then sports yep. and baseball came back, and we kind of got back into it. The world was completely different. And, that, and that's where we're at right now. The world is completely different and will always be different after this. And, but uh, you, just those distractions, you know, when there's people that are yeah. suffering in the sports uh, that are now happening and, and people testing positive in basketball and minor leaguers in the Yankee system, well, not everybody's at full strength and, and they can't come back to yeah. give us those distractions. Um, and so yep. just to be able to talk some socks with you and, and, and just to put a positive spin and be optimistic that we'll be able to see um, the good guys on the South side in the near future. Yep. I agree, Nick. And, and we will, I just had a couple of yeah. random thoughts yeah. here before we leave. If you, uh, if you haven't already join, um, join Chicagoland, Chicago White yeah. Sox fans on Facebook, a friend of mine, Ryan Kaiser heads that up. He's, 
uh, outside of you, probably one of the biggest White Sox fans yeah, I've ever awesome. met in my life. And he's, he's, uh, he is a, a huge fan. I think he's got over 600 followers now. So uh, if you're looking for things to do that, that would be one thing. Another thing is uh, I didn't realize this, the, the hashtag 108 culture and the 108 <laughs> tournament that's going on. That's been interesting yeah. to follow. So God bless you. Yeah, guys I got and a all you do on that. The, that's uh, awesome. Tournament and uh, we'll see how he, I haven't been following too much, but uh yeah, Godspeed for all those uh, individuals that are uh, heavily involved in the 101. Uh, best of luck. Good for you. Yes, best of luck to all of you. So, and then I was looking for a new uh, Twitter yeah. handle, Nick, and I was thinking about opening up to our our listeners. If you want to tweet me a creative uh, White Sox Twitter handle, I think uh, Pat Hester twenty one is a little <laughs> bit uh, stale. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and what is your so you're, you're at Pat Hester twenty one. Yeah, that uh, tweet, not, not, uh, nothing that's uh, exciting for, about for that. For a new uh, Twitter handle, you can also tweet at Good Guys TV. Send that message. Uh, I'm usually running that Twitter account, but you can uh, send it to me. I'll get it to that. Um, and uh, this gentleman who's running the Chicago Land uh, Facebook page, I'm sure he plugs our podcast regularly, right? I will have to make sure he does. Well, I've got a t-shirt with his I, name I, on I am it. joined, but... Uh, and we'll get that out to a care package. I will do. A quarantine care package from his... <laughs> good guys talk back. Uh, well, we're going to wrap it up, I guess, Pat. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for uh, going on this journey with me here uh, remotely. And uh, we'll see if we can do this again soon. Um, folks... If you're new to this podcast, thank you so much. Uh, if you've been with us since the beginning, this was episode 50 of Good Guys Talk Back, everything Chicago White Sox. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. Simply subscribe, and every new episode will come right into your podcast inbox. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, like our fan page, and, of course, on Twitter at Good Guys TV. Uh, for Pat Hester, uh, I am Nick Morawski. Until next time, please stay safe out there and, uh, and go Sox.